So do you know anything interesting about pants? I know I'm not wearing any right now. Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron, and I'm still not wearing any pants. I'm wearing shorts. We'll get into that. They're not pants. All right. Well, there you have it. So I have a question for you. You already asked me a question. I got another one. What? Keeping score this time. (laughs) Do you know if pants were mentioned in the Bible anywhere? I don't know if they were specifically mentioned. I know there was mention of like covering themselves after they ate from the tree. They were naked and afraid. So apparently it was mentioned twice in the King James Version. So I don't know what the original thing said, but when they translated it, it translated into trousers. So in Exodus 28.42, it says, And you shall make them linen trousers to cover their nakedness from the loins even to their thighs. Which describes shorts. At least. So you are wearing pants. (laughs) Well, that said trousers. Oh, well, we'll get into that. Do you know the difference between pants and trousers? See, I I would imagine that, I know at least now, it would be a matter of formality. Like if you're wearing more formal pants, it might be trousers or slacks. So, um, trousers generally refer to tailored garments with a fitted waistline, pockets, and a zipper. So, so kind of formal wear. And the word pants. Uh, I think I know this one. It says was often, so is used to refer to undergarments, but is also a broader term and can refer to trousers, bloomers, knickerbockers, breeches, slacks, jeans, shorts, and capris. Leggings are often referred to as pants, but are more akin to hose. I think pants came from pantaloons. And I was kind of initially talking about, you know, your undergarments, like what you're wearing under your. Yeah. So like when women started riding bicycles and they, especially in like the United States or whatever, they weren't allowed to wear pants because it was considered inappropriate. Uh, they would like tuck their dresses up and everything and walk around in pantaloons. And so pantaloons started becoming a fashion statement. So they started like getting more stylish and ruffly and all of these things to, to show off. Women have always been defiant. I love it. I mean, pretty much it's gone from, Oh no, you must cover everything to wearing less and less. And I mean, that's still happening. That's and I, true. One of the things with that is like, it's kind of an American concept that, you know, oh, nudity means something sexual, where like a lot of other countries, it's like, you know, whatever. It's acceptable. Yeah. Do you know when women were allowed? To or at least like, what decade 
women were allowed to start wearing pants acceptably in the workplace in the United States? This just in the workplace or yeah. so like in so like when they're not at work, they should still be wearing, you know, a well, skirt I don't know. or whatever. I don't know about that. I just know that like there was it was finally put into place that it was acceptable for women to wear pants to work. Uh, see, if it's just work, I was thinking like the 1920s or whenever around World War One, World War Two era, when more women were being called into the workplace, where I was thinking it was more like the 60s or 70s before it was more acceptable to wear them. It was the 1970s when it was acceptable for women to wear pants in the workplace. Well, I was thinking like when a lot of women were called into factories to help during the war, it probably would have been, no, that you need to like wear this uniform or whatever so you're not getting caught in the machinery or whatever. No, most of them were still skirts and dresses. Well, I mean, it would have been smarter, but it wasn't. It wasn't like Rosie the Riveter, like World War One, World War Two, something like that? Yes. Or was that a Vietnam... It, thing. it was one of the world wars i believe too well that's, but she, that, yeah that's what i was thinking like because typically she's depicted wearing what would have been a man's uniform at the time so that was actually like kind of progressive art whatever at the time but mine workers women mine workers would put pants on underneath their dresses and kind of tuck their dresses up um to be able <laughs> To go into work. So it was still unsafe because they had all of the dress around there, but they still had to wear the dress. I mean, you would have thought that, I don't know, it would have been more acceptable, at least for them to be wearing pants under the dresses and skirts and stuff, just because, oh, well, if you know, something blows it up, then they're still covered. Nope. It was actually considered um, risque and undesirable for the women to be wearing pants even under their dresses, which is, I think, a man thing because I think what it really was is men wanted easy access to the women because at that point in time, rape wasn't considered a thing and all that, so they could just more easily access women. Well, that and which is like bold. wearing pants, then you can like see the legs and everything, like at least the shape of the legs, so it's like a sexualized thing, I'm sure. That's why men are perverts. Like, like when you see no... older uh, movies, like Hitchhikers, like a girl will bring her skirt up and show a little leg or something, like the sexualized thing, and it's still like a sexualized thing. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, and I mean, I've seen videos that kind of point out some of the flaws in things people are saying about, oh, well, these this girl's, you know, dressing like that so she's asking for it things like that that get said and it doesn't make any sense but um one of them was you know well if if a lesbian can control themselves around a girl dressed like that then the problem's probably not the girl being dressed like that true statement <laughs> i'm just saying it's a true statement that is yeah that makes sense, though, because if you look in the older movies where, like, women are wearing trousers or pants, they're normally loose. 
like I picture some of the old films I used to watch. Kinda like loose fitting. Yeah. yeah. So that they didn't really show the leg quite as clearly or whatever. But yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, but yeah, that's a true statement. Do you know when the zipper was invented? I do not. I want to say 1857. Close, 1890. You at least had the right century. So, and do you know why they're called a fly? That I do not. Because they resemble a tent flap in the front. And like when the wind would pick up, it would cause it to fly open. And so it's referred to as a fly. All right. Do you know when women started wearing pants with zippers and stuff? They did them on the side. You Have you ever seen those pants where women have the zipper on the side instead of the front? No, not really. I've not paid any attention to it. Well, it was because the fronts um, seemed too masculine and they needed to be feminine. And so they'd be on the side and it would provide a sleeker look. And I can see more purpose for a man's zipper to be located where it is versus. Why aren't women's zippers located lower than? Because women typically have to take their entire pants down if they're having to go do their business in the bathroom. Well, Either way, if they had a zipper lower, we wouldn't have to. Where a lot of the time, the guy just needs to have a little bit of space to get something out. Which is why you guys have urinals. Yep, I don't know. I had something else I was going to just say. Now I can't remember it. I hate when that happens. But, I don't know. But going back to... Like before women were really like allowed to wear pants acceptably or whatever. I mean, I guess they could wear pants. It just wasn't like acceptable by society. And that's kind of where that phrase, you know, who wears the pants in the family comes from. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm the man. I wear the pants. And it was really kind of a very sexist thing. It wasn't so much, oh, who's in charge? But I mean, it was because, you know, the man is the one that's in charge of the family. Therefore, he's the one that wears the pants. You know, the person in charge wears the pants because men wore pants, women didn't. And it's really kind of a sexist thing. Mm-hmm. Because, the, you know, the person in charge is the one wearing the pants in the family. <coughs> and I was like, well. You know, we all wear pants. Like if somebody asked that now, it's like, well, I wear pants. She wears pants. The kids wear pants. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're asking. I, I mean, can't find it. It just doesn't make sense. And there's so many of those things that are just outdated, kind of antiquated terms that still get used occasionally or you'll hear them. And it's like, that really doesn't make sense. I mean, they've just kind of, continued to live on it's just more recently that people are like you know that's really not something you should be saying that's not a term that should be used and so on yeah so okay so the united states has only been around for a little over 200 years right so i feel like we went backwards in time (laughs) <laughs> when the United States was founded. 
Because, like, in Europe, men of medieval medieval Europe wore, like, snug-fitting pants or leggings with a short tunic. And women wore kind of legging or loose breeches under dresses, obviously, in colder weather for warmth. But men wore essentially leggings, tights. And now the stigma is if you're wearing something tight like that or whatever, you must be of a certain sexual persuasion, which I don't understand why we went backwards. Like, in history, things have been... Well, really a big part of, I mean, the United States beginning had to do with, oh, well, we want to get away from the rules, you know, that England had in place. And, I mean, we want to do religion our way. And it was a very, like, uh, patriarchal way of thinking like, no, you know, the men are in control. We're the ones that are going to be in charge and we're going to control the women and anybody that we feel is lesser than us. <laughs> Do you know that men wore tights first? I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> so um, I just told you they were snug fitting pants or whatever. Uh, they evolved into a tighter form of leg covering and began to appear more like hose with attached foot coverings. These men are always like, we have to do it first. <laughs> we get to a certain point and then women can do it. I think that's why women decided to just go straight up with the Daisy Dukes. They're like, go ahead. Although I have seen some guys wear Daisy Dukes that I am like, you pull that off very well. <laughs> um, I've seen some videos where a guy's wearing Daisy Dukes and it's like, you should not be wearing Daisy Dukes. But <laughs> whatever you feel comfortable in, man. <sighs> I don't know. I found it. I just went on this tirade, or not tirade, but this, I guess, rap. I don't know. I was. The other night I was up in the middle of the night, as I do, and I was working on school stuff or whatever, and then I just started thinking about pants. I was like, I know that there are women alive now that weren't allowed to wear pants to work and like skirts and all this stuff. Like, when were they around? And then I read it and it was like, ancient times, and even in the Bible it refers to trousers. And I'm like, why does it take so long for society to catch up and then i don't know i was like what are the different types of pants like are shorts considered pants which by the way you're wearing pants pants. short pants so just putting that out there you are in fact wearing pants sir but (laughs) i don't know i don't know why i was just very interested in and then i was like reading all this stuff and you think i'd memorize it because i was so interested but well, you figure even with it being mentioned in the Bible, so much of everything in society, it's a matter of how something is interpreted or, oh, well, we're going to pick this piece. We're going to forget all about this or something else because we want to have control over this. And it's the fact that I mean, man is fallible. That's true. But it, it, I remembered what I wanted to say. So when I was little... Um, like one of the pant terms was knickerbockers. 
right? So when I was little, um, I don't know if it's because my grandma's from New Zealand or like why we called them that, but I had some of the pants that I loved the most and they were called knickers and they were the best pants in the world. Like you could wear them with sandals, you could go around barefoot. It It was similar. I don't know. They weren't like overalls or anything. But now, do you know what they're called today? The same type of pant? I do not. They're called capris. But when I was little, they were, at least in my family and in my whatever, they were called knickers. I always thought capris were basically high waters. I guess kind of. They're like short, long pants or long, short pants, but they're like calf length. Yeah, like. I mean, when they first started kind of becoming a thing again, I was like, I don't know, they're high waters. Are you afraid that, you know, we're going to have a flood and you're going to be walking through it or what? Like, that was my thought. I think it was for the women who wanted to be just a little risque. You know, like that Amish paradise, you show an ankle. (laughs) I feel like that's what it was. Gave me a foot fetish for my own feet, though. I love my feet, just in case you didn't know that. As much as we spend on pedicures, I'm sure you do. (laughs) Listen, they have to be nice. I like my feet. And I don't like calluses. There you have it. Oh. What else? There was something else I was going to tell you about them. Oh, there she is. Well, it isn't Rosie the Riveter. There's okay, so in this uh, article I found by Bellatory, they kind of have some uh, pictures, images to go along with it as well. And one of them, this woman is in jeans during World War II. So, uh, so it was kind of a temporary, yeah, thing. Like, oh well, you know, you're gonna be doing the man's work, wear the man's uniform, that kind of thing. Yep, hair still back and all of that. Uh, so here is 20th century pants for you. Just a little bit, because you were kind of right. So during World War One, when British women took over factory and farm work, replacing men gone into the military, pants took on a new role for women as a practical garment. Um, World War Two put women back into the workforce and back into pants. Famous posters of female workers encouraged women to wear Practical bib overalls and dungarees, or what we now call jeans. Uh, The later 20th century saw an explosion of trouser styles for men and women, though men's dress pants have changed (laughs) little since the 1930s. Y'all have kept the same pretty much kind of (laughs) trousers or dress pants since 1930. Uh, Today, it's not unusual to see men wearing shorts, a type of pants once worn only by what? Cows. Children. See, and I feel like that had to do with, um, I don't know, limited money and kind of a practicality. Growing so fast. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you know, as a smaller child, okay, these are pants, but when we make them, we're going to make the legs a little bit bigger. So that they have room to grow into them. The waist, you know, you'll be wearing suspenders or a mm-hmm. belt or something. And then as you grow, then you'll still 
be able to wear those same pants, but then they become shorter and shorter as you get taller. And I mean, that seems like a fairly practical yeah. thing, especially like during the Great Depression and stuff when it's like, well, we don't have money to keep buying new clothes because our children are growing like weeds. I should have thought but about this being when able our kids to wear, were little. Them being able to wear, you know, the same pants for years. That makes sense. I should have done that to our children. And then it just kind of turned into shorts. So trousers became acceptable formal and business wear for women by the late teen, by the late 1970s with pant suits worn by women in high positions. And like in the 70s there was like the big um like feminist movement where it was like you know just much bigger than it had been. I mean they've been fighting for equal rights and sadly still are fighting for equal rights. But I mean, there was like that big move. It was a big thing, kind of a defining thing of the seventies. Yeah. Uh, so by the end of the great depression, exclusive men's tailors incorporated zippers into fly closures by the blank zippers had become the main closure for trousers. What year or what decade do you think zippers, since pants have been along, around for so long, zippers were... Probably the 80s. <laughs> little too soon. Yeah. I know in the 90s, button fly jeans became a thing again. Like, they came back for mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, it was in the like 1950s. Levi's 501. Yeah. Man, I loved button fly <laughs> Okay, I that's like the them. one thing I didn't find, though, is why men and women's zippers are on the opposite side and why the button on the opposite side. I did not go down that. Yeah, I have thing. no idea. I should have, yeah. because now I'm curious as to what the the history on that is. I don't know. I, love I don't know why I love pants so much. And I don't even really like wearing pants, but I don't like wearing skirts that much either. I like capris. I like shorts. We might need to move somewhere where I could just walk around in my underwear all day. <laughs> just kidding. I want to move like to somewhere tropical and you just wear a swimsuit all the time or something. I would be so okay with that. Absolutely okay with that. Because if we move somewhere tropical, that hopefully we would move somewhere where there's water close by too. That's a, acceptable for swimming in. Well, that's why you would be wearing a swimsuit all the time. Well, just because you live in that area doesn't mean... You're not going to go out in the middle of a jungle. Have you met me? I would. I'm like, if I'm hot and sweaty, I'm wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> it might rain. I might get to play in the rain. I was talking to James about that the other day. It was like, it was raining. And I remember being a kid and summer rain was the best because it was like, granted, I grew up in California, but it was hot and when it would rain, we would go outside and play in the rain because it, it felt good and it was warm or whatever. And James the other day was like, no, rain should not feel warm. <laughs> and I'm like, I, did you ever play in the rain as a kid? Not really. Why I not? Just, Why not? Just wasn't something we did. If it was raining, we went inside. Oh my gosh, not us. 
My parents would be like, go outside and play. So even if it was raining, we'd be outside playing. But again, I'm that kid who came in with like glass on my feet and all that stuff. So, I mean, my childhood was literally spent outdoors. <laughs> Unless I got in trouble. And then I got sent to my room. And I was never very upset about that because I would get sent to my room. So I would just sit on my bed and read books. It seems like you might have gotten told, you know, oh, go play with the lightning or something. Get out of here. Like, go catch a lightning bolt. Maybe. Like, you're annoying me. Go play with the lightning. Maybe. <laughs> I think, though, that's why I liked playing outside with my kids so much, though, when they were little, because I like being outdoors. I was thinking about that the other day. Kayla and I were doing something. And I was like, I miss when y'all were little and we would go to the park. <laughs> oh, we were at the gym with Kayla. And there was that one, like, stretchy machine thing that kind of reminded me of a jungle gym or whatever but yeah it just made me think of when they were little because we'd go play at the park for ever especially like when we were waiting for you to get off work or whatever we'd all hang out at the park i loved that now my kids are like yeah i want to go to the park and it's really awkward for a woman in her 40s to just go to the playground by herself yeah so which is why in september i'm going with my youngest sister and her family to a water park resort so that, as she put it, I can keep her company and babysit <laughs> because I thought, who loves water and talks about being able to do stuff with little kids? Oh, Liz. And she's right. <laughs> so I'm going to go hang out with, with my niece and nephew, or some of my niece and nephews, and play at the water park with them and stuff. I'm like super excited because I get to play with like all the little kids stuff again. <laughs> And it's not creepy because I have kids that want to play. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they want to be there playing with the water. I'm sure they will be. I'll be like, can we go back to the room? Be like, no. Are you burnt yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing I saw that said, um, no, was it you who sent that for Charlie? Because my youngest sister's vegan. The vegan... Um, individuals do not need to wear sunscreen or whatever. Oh, yeah. Somebody on TikTok <laughs> said, no, we don't wear sunscreen because vegans don't burn or something. Not a true statement. Please like, wear sunscreen and protect your skin. Like, I don't know how this lady thinks that works. Maybe like she doesn't burn. Well, that's what I feel like it's well. from. Something to do with. Where she lives and yeah. her skin tone and pigmentation and all that. I feel so like I think she, she lives probably... like in Arizona or something like kind of in the desert. So, I mean. Yeah, because it said it was like 115 in the summer or whatever. So, I feel like her body is acclimated to that. But if you're doing something, especially something different like going out on the lake, it's summertime. So, going to the creeks, going to swimming pools, wear sunscreen. I just felt the need to put that out there. <laughs> I like to tell people what to do. I am well aware of that. <laughs> so I wear the pants <laughs> very rarely, but. <laughs> and then last night, you make me rethink my whole sleeping attire because I'm like, <laughs> why don't you sleep? I know people are be like, oh, my God. But why do you sleep in shorts and a shirt and all of this stuff? I'm like, man, 
sleep as comfortably as possible. You're like, well, if the house breaks out in a fire, I would want to run outside. And I'm like, great. Now, all I can think of, I woke up three times last night, like debating whether or not I needed to put on more clothing before I went back to sleep because what if a fire broke out and I had to run outside? Well, in my defense, we've had that conversation several times. You're like, why don't you just sleep in your underwear? Nobody's coming in here. It's like, yeah, but if the house catches on fire or something happens, then I'm going to have pants on. I just, I don't know. Some sort of shorts. I guess because it's never really bothered me that for that thought, like all those conversations have gone out of my head, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, what if the house catches on fire? Well, I know when I was a child, we were visiting my grandparents in Iowa and I don't for whatever reason, like I was taking my bath and I'm in the bathtub and then like the power goes out because I guess a transformer blew or it was the power plant or something. And as a child, I imagined a transformer as you know, <laughs> an Autobot. More than meets the and eye. a power plant. If if you've ever seen Little Shop of Horrors, like in my mind, a power plant was like a big mechanical one of those Audrey Two plants. Oh no. Like some giant robot thing. Like I thought that's what that was and you know, either a transformer or power plant exploded or something. But you know, I'm in the bathtub, the power goes out. So I'm like outside with my family because there was like some explosion nearby. I'm guessing it was just a transformer, but you know, in a towel. So like, that's just what I think of. I'm like, well, I don't want to be stuck naked having to be outside of my house. Oh, I guess that makes sense because you've had that experience then. I've never had that experience. I know we had an earthquake once when I was a kid and. Well, I was a teenager. And I'm just going to go with that and leave it there because that's not a pleasant experience to recall. <laughs> Let's just say my parents did not believe in sleeping in <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. So now I feel like, oh my God. But I walk around the house and. My underwear and tank top, so maybe I should I should put on more clothing. Now I'm like all freaked out. And pants wasn't even my topic last night. Like I was looking into pants like a week ago. I don't know why, but I was just so interested in pants all of a sudden. Because you're strange. And strange things interest you. Probably. I think it started because I was thinking of one of the skirts I have that's really flowy. And I was thinking about cutting it down the center and like turning it into a pair of pants. Because I think they I like flowy pants. But pants have to have pockets, just like dresses should have pockets. I'm thinking like back in the 60s, the pants that the hippies would wear. Oh. All flowy. Yes. Loose and everything. My mom had bell, like when I hit teenager, my mom still had some of her bell bottoms left. And we used to go thrift store shopping all the time. I wore bell bottoms for like a year and a half. That's all I wanted to wear were bell bottoms. I wouldn't, I even wore like shirts that like flared like bell bottoms, like the sleeves and stuff. Loved them. My favorite thing in the world. I like flowy stuff. There you have it. And now I think, man, that gets caught on everything. <laughs> right. Well, that kind of comes back to you know, the idea of pants. And like early on, just I when they were going out into the workplace during the World Wars and everything, I mean, it was just much more practical. 
than you know a skirt or something around the machinery. Uh, even you would think like working in the gardens and stuff, you because know, that was like women's work if they were like had a small garden or something. Then, I mean, I would think you know pants would have been more practical for doing those things instead of like kneeling down and tripping over their skirt or whatever. Yep, you would think so. So you must be a progressive man. <laughs> I don't know why I try to look at that. I can't see <laughs> anything ever. So do you have anything else about pants? Um, We went over zippers. Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you what the types of pants are, just so you, that you know. They're capri pants. Um, And they became an instant classic when Audrey Hepburn and Grace Kelly wore them. Just, All right. Uh, and this says they were introduced by Sonia de Lenart in 18, 1948, and they were named after her va- favorite vacation spot. But I'm telling you, I wore knickers, and they were capris. So maybe it's just a matter of, like, cultural language or something. Maybe. Um. Yeah, as far as, like, Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn, I don't know Kind of crazy how, you know, a movie star or a music artist or something can wear something or do something and it's like, boom, like that's the new fad. Oh, yeah. Just because somebody saw them do it one time. Um, Laura Petrie was the female lead on the Dick Van Dyke show played by, do you know? I want to say Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Good job. Uh, often wore capri pants in her role as an early 1960s housewife. Um, TV wives until that time had usually worn skirts or dresses. So speaking she helped of, make it popular too. Speaking of the Dick Van Dyke show, I I kind of miss that uh, diagnosis murder. murder. Loved that show. I used to watch that. I'm t- I've always been obsessed with crime. <laughs> Well, it was crazy to think, like, oh, that's, you know, Bert from Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like, it was just weird. Di- Diagnosis Murder was a good show. I should look for that. That'll be my next binge thing. I'm on season six, like, episode 17 of Murder, She Wrote right now. And we're on episode four of Kim's Convenience. We're on season four. Season four, that's what I meant. Kim's Convenience is good. Okay. Not a sponsor or anything else, but I'm going <laughs> to tell you guys, Kim's Convenience is great because they address so many things um, in our culture that people may or may not understand, and they explain it in a way that like makes sense and is helpful, and it's also funny, and it's great. So if you're looking for a show to watch, watch Kim's Convenience. They're like, it's on Netflix, I know, but... I think, what, the episodes are like 20 minutes long? Yeah, something like that. They're short episodes. But they're so good, and it's so funny. So that's my recommendation. And it's not all about, like, oh, well, this politically. Yeah. Oh, no, they're. (laughs) Like political correctness and stuff. But, like, occasionally there will be one that has something to do with that. Like, he did a, a gay discount. And you know, as you know, a Korean store owner, he like you know, didn't really 
understand a lot of these things where his daughter's explaining some of the stuff to him like oh you can't just do that that doesn't work or explaining the whole idea of somebody being transgendered and everything and kind of getting into that or cis and um yeah it just it's interesting and it's i don't know it's a funny show it's a korean family in canada that owns a convenience store uh that like the dad doesn't talk to the son, and I don't know. It's there's funny. a car rental place. <laughs> oh, check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's good. Um, okay, and then shorts first worn only by children and boys under eight years of age. Bermuda shorts featured hems just above the knees and were popularized by the British in warmer clients. Climates. And, climates. Sounded like you said clients. Climates. <laughs> um, Bermuda shorts were paired with high socks, dress shirts, ties, and jackets. Um, and in the United Kingdom, children still wear shorts as part of their school uniform, paired with the school blazer and high socks. See, you say Bermuda shorts, and like in my mind, I feel like what's in my mind is not what they were wearing. But like the really floral printed uh, loose fitting shorts, you know, like you would think like Hawaiian shorts or oh, something like that. Like I was that, thinking shirts. That's the image that I have in my mind of these Bermuda shorts. And then pairing that, you know, with a dress shirt and a tie and a jacket, that seems very strange. <laughs> That'd be cool. So I feel like that's not what that was at the time. There you have it. Um, Daisy Dukes are very short shorts. Cutoffs are jeans that have been cut into shorts, usually without a finished hem. So I find that interesting. If you cut down a pair of sweatpants or anything else, they're not cutoffs because it specifically states jeans. <laughs> I think that's See, just you're the not most even, popular. Like you've mentioned Daisy Dukes and you've not even mentioned the Dukes of Hazard that it... Daisy Dukes came from. Yeah. Because Daisy Duke wore them. And what people would wear now if they were to say they were going to wear Daisy Dukes are much, much shorter than what there, she they, was wearing. Well, in the original, but remember they remade the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Jessica Simpson, Jessica Simpson. I think so. I think so. Played Daisy Duke and hers were way, way shorter but, than the original. Yeah. But even before that. Yeah. Um, pedal pushers appeared on the August 28th, 1944 cover of life magazine. They were shortened capris or lengthened shorts. I'm guessing so that you could ride a bike with, you know, pushing the pedals without getting your pants caught in the chain or yep, something. Um, they're also called clam diggers. So getting into the... I've never dug for clams, but I assume it's a similar like thing to high waters. Stuff. Yeah. So they end just below the knee and are convenient for bike riding or clam digging. You're so smart. They're very similar to knickerbockers. Knickerbockers are a form of bicycle pants or golf pants ending just below the knee with a fastener. So every time you say knickerbockers, I think of that stupid kid song. Hey, Mr. Knickerbocker, boppity bop. (laughs) (laughs) So they were saying hi to pants? I don't know. Apparently. That's what I think every time you say knickerbockers. So this makes more sense because the pants that I was talking about, like from when I was a kid, they had the button. At the bottom, it fastened. And I loved to wear them without the button buttoned. Scandalous in my mind. 
Oh, you were, I mean, it was on an episode of Kim's Convenience too, but you remember like the pants that had like the zippered oh, legs the, the that zip off the bottom? Like I had two or three pair of those. Didn't you have some when our kids were younger? Because I know we had gotten some for the boys when they were in scouts or when they went on their... Well, I know I had had some, but that was more like practicality for their scout uniforms and stuff or yeah. for the hiking stuff. But I thought that you had a pair then too. I may have. But before, like I had had some that were just... And I also had uh, breakaway pants. It oh, had God. buttons completely <laughs> from the waist down to the bottom. I owned a pair of those. See, those I don't think should ever have been a thing because <laughs> those in my mind are similar to pantsing somebody because you just walk up and like grab their pants and run and then they're well, standing in the underwear. In retrospect, it's like more like something I guess a stripper might wear so that they could yank their pants off quickly. Did you want to be a stripper? Is that what it was? No. <laughs> but it was like a thing for, I don't know, about a week. A week? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that fad really caught on for too long. Yeah, you know. But it was like, oh, you got to get these. There's a, you know, tearaway pants or breakaway pants, whatever. So... Yeah, those were my interesting things about pants. I don't know. I just was like, oh. There have definitely been some interesting fads through the decades. And then some of them, it's like, okay, they go away. And then, then they, they come. come back later. But if you had tried wearing those in between that time, it would have been like, you know, you're, what's wrong with you? As like after you know, the 70s, when bell bottoms kind of went away, people would have been like, you know, are you stuck in the seventies bell bottoms or, you know, nobody's wearing those anymore. And then now like they kind of made a comeback with everybody wanting like, you know, vintage mm -hmm. stuff and thrift store shopping being a more acceptable thing. Or like in the nineties, it's like you, know, you would have got made fun of for thrift store shopping. It's like, what are you too poor? It's like, no, I kind of like the clothes. I loved thrift store shopping when I was in the nineties figure i graduated high school in 96 so i loved thrift store shopping we me and my aunt used to go all the time but if anybody's interested in this article that i got most of this from it's called a history of trousers and pants in western culture by dolores monet monet I'm not sure there's only one t but it's at bellatory.com all right so you can post a link to it or whatever yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I found it really interesting. I was just stuck on pants. And now I'm like, huh, who needs pants? Remember when uh, parachute pants were a big thing? It was like, oh, my MC Hammer pants. Hammer time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yo, can't touch this. That's yeah, I had a pair of those at one point when I was younger, too. <laughs> I did not. I knew people who did. Uh Saved by the Bell didn't Screech wear some of those for a little while? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. That's hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> so. All right. And on another note, if you have any ideas of something you might like us to do for... for next episode, probably, because we're getting close. Yeah, for 
us kind of celebrating a thousand downloads, you know, go to the website, use the contact form, let us know, you know, give us some ideas. We're trying to think of something, I don't know, fun, silly, crazy, whatever that, you know, we can do for an episode to kind of celebrate a thousand downloads, uh, see what we can come up with. So just let us know. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know. Thank you.